Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad, and thank you so much for listening. I think there's uh, almost one million podcasts out there, and you picked mine. So I really appreciate you right now. (laughs) Hope you're having a great day. I am because I got the best smoothie in the world in front of me. It's the uh, it's called the Percolator from Juiceland. It has almond milk, banana. Uh, they use, I believe, Chameleon cold brew whenever they make these things, and then cacao. And uh, let me tell you, it's it's an amazing thing. I got into smoothies after watching that documentary they had it on netflix for a while i think they might still have it there but it's called fat sick and nearly dead you may have seen it but i was all in after seeing what it did for the director jim cross yeah it's the same he does this 60 day juice fast right and at the beginning of the film he's he's in bad shape you know he's uh got an autoimmune disease high blood pressure uh, I think he was, I forget how much he weighed, but you know, not, not in good shape. And, um, he was taking lots of medicine. One of the things about this documentary that, that really blew me away was when they talked about how the oils from fast food, they make us actually feel less full than if we were to say have the same number of calories, but from fruits or vegetables. And I, I couldn't believe it when I first heard it. I'm like, no way that, you know, bananas are going to fill me up more than Whataburger. But when you compare it calorie per calorie, you know, if you take 500 calories of Whataburger versus 500 calories of bananas, the bananas are definitely going to fill you up quicker. I, I tested this, and it's absolutely true. <laughs> but uh, so by the end of this documentary, you know, he lost 60 pounds, his cholesterol dropped, blood pressure. Um, he doesn't take as many medications. So, you know, I kind of figured if it did all this for a guy that was in bad shape, you know, just just think what it might do for a guy in somewhat decent shape. I've never done a, uh, a, a juice fast, though. I think that's a little extreme. <laughs> I'm more of a uh, smoothie-a-day kind of guy. You know, but after... After a week or so of, you know, doing the the daily smoothie, I feel better. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I'm like Superman or anything, but just physically and mentally, I can tell a difference when I'm having my my daily smoothie versus, you know, when I'm not. And I mean, I never thought I would be the guy to spend $11 on a smoothie, but here we are. And I got to tell you, the uh, the percolator is worth every penny. Yeah, I, I gladly pay it. I also appreciate how Juiceland is handling the social distancing. I mean, uh, here in Texas, in case you didn't know, it's a free-for-all. <laughs> but uh, they they haven't opened the store yet. You know, even though restaurants and everything, they're coming back open. Not Juiceland. Nope. You, you order online and you pick it up. And uh, you got to pick it up outside the table. There's a table outside the restaurant now. And um, I don't know. They even have markers outside, you know, where people can stand on the sidewalk to indicate six feet apart. Somehow people still mess this up. 
I guess uh, I get it. You know, we're still we're not used to this new world, this new way of life. I mean, my life has changed. Is I don't get as much time to myself anymore. And in one hand, it's nice. You know, the uh, the kid is healthy. Uh, everyone is good. So I'm I'm grateful. But uh, not having a morning commute, you know, to sort of contemplate the impermanence of life just has uh, left me kind of stretched thin on the, uh, on the podcast. And I, I love doing this, so I don't want to stop, but I, uh, I think I have to cut back a little bit. So instead of weekly, you'll be hearing new episodes twice, twice a month now. Hopefully this is going to allow me to maintain and hopefully improve the quality of the show. I got a good one for you today. It's uh, one of my all-time favorites, all about the subconscious mind. I'm going to finish off this uh, smoothie. I'll be right back. If you're like me, you were programmed with a belief that if you're good, if you're a good person and you do the right thing, you get to go to heaven. You know, and when you ask someone what heaven is, you, you probably get a lot of different answers because it's really a creative place. You know, science tells us that our bodies are really just energy fields, that it's energy that's just playing through our body. So what does that mean? It implies that there is no such thing as death. Not the death of who we are. There's the death of the body. And consider this. You know, what if we were born into heaven? And that we came here to create. And when we create it right, it's, it's heaven on earth. And when we create it wrong, there's struggle point is, don't wait to die to go to heaven. This is where you came to create. You know, what it is, what do you want to create? You want to open a business? You want to fall in love? Uh, do you want to create a virus? You know, do you want world peace? The problem is, if you don't know your creation is being controlled, then we become a victim of circumstance. And this is what happens when we give into other people's beliefs, when we become part of their program, you know, a program of, of fear, of shutdown, of chaos, it comes down to the question of, can we learn or not? And this is a big moment, you know, to take our power back. How did we get here is a question that I ask myself a lot. It actually goes back to the subconscious programming that was installed when we were kids, our brains are in a low vibrational state from the time we're born until seven years old. It's the theta state of the brain or the imagination state. It's also the state of hypnosis. And nature designed it this way. 
You know, it. nature asked the question, you know, what kind of programs are required to live on this planet? So, you know, we watch our parents or our community and we try to remember all the rules. I mean, think about all the 10,000 rules just to be a functioning member of a family, a community. And this is why we were in that theta state because then all you have to do is just download it. I mean, think about the day that you get a new computer. Um, you know, the first couple of hours, you're like updating the operating system. That's what our childhood is. You know, do you remember the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? It basically says that if you come from a poor family, you're going to struggle your whole life. But if you come from a rich family, you can be an idiot your whole life and still make it. Not because it was thinking, but because it was subconscious behavior that was downloaded. And this is why the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. And the poor people have beliefs like life is a struggle. You can't make it. You know, who are you to think you can do better? 95% of our daily lives are run by the subconscious program. So we have these beliefs installed and we will self-sabotage with those. I knew it was high, but I was shocked that 95% of our lives is subconscious behavior and only 5% comes from the conscious creative state. Only we don't see that because it's below our consciousness. Our life is basically a printout of our subconscious behavior. The things that we like come into our lives easily because we have a program that supports it. Anything that we struggle with or have a hard time making it, it, it happens because we have a program that doesn't support that and we're trying to override that program. So the question is, how do we do that? How do we get past the conditioning? It's one thing to grasp it from an intellectual conscious mind, but it's another to get into that subconscious. It's done one of two ways, either hypnosis, like those childhood years, or repetition. I remember the first time I drove a car, and it was nothing like I thought it would be. You know, I would watch Knight Rider, and I had this idea of how a car was going to feel once I got behind the wheel and started driving. It was nothing like that. But after practicing it over and over, it's now a subconscious behavior. And this model can be applied to anything. I hear people say, fake it till you make it. And you know what? It's right. It actually works. Because if someone repeats, I am happy, I am happy, over and over again, it might sound ridiculous to the thinking mind, but that's not who they're talking to. You know, they're talking to that subconscious mind. That's 95%. And once it's installed and applied, that person is set. You know, they, they go into autopilot. They make happiness a habit. And that's the beauty of it all. If we don't like the program, we can change it to whatever we want. And really, we kind of have to get there because if we all lived in this place, you know, of wishes and desires, the world could change overnight. We would have harmony and peace. 
But if we don't change these programs, we become victims, not creators, of our life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate that. Um, please go to the website, thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. We're now at episode 100, and I really appreciate you for listening and being a part of this. I will be including some links in the show notes that uh, pertain to today's episode. Hopefully uh, you find yourself in Texas where you can stop by Juiceland and pick up a percolator or any of their other wonderful smoothies. Thank you once again for listening, and I will talk to you next time.